0: Hey there, streakers. Hopefully, you are having a fantastic day and had a fantastic streaking week. For this podcast, we thought we would bring something back from a year ago, which was highly inspirational, and that is our interview with the president of the Streak Running Association, Mr. Mark Washburn. This was inspirational just because of everything that the Streak Running Association has done to help individuals establish running streaks and ...look at their health and fitness in a different way than maybe they have before. This conversation is highly inspirational. It'll be a lot of fun. So if you didn't hear it the first time, this is your first time. If you did hear it before, you'll love hearing it again. I hope you enjoy it. And here we go. Well, hey there, fellow streakers. Welcome to The Streaking Show. We have a guest who I have wanted to talk to for so long... He is the president of the United States Running Streak Association, and he was named president in April 2011 by the president and founder, the then president and founder, John Strumsky. In 2012, he expanded the list from just streak runners in the United States to the streak runners around the world and founded Streak Runners International, which has over 5,500 streaks listed on their website from athletes, athletes located in 66 countries. Now, in his day job, he does a little bit more than running. He teaches history and political science courses at the college, at the county college of Morris in Randolph, New Jersey. And just so you know, his streak right now of streak running is 11,761 days or 32.2 years. Let's welcome to the show, Mr. Mark Washburn. Let's get streaking. What is streaking and why should you do it?
1: Streaking is how you set up personal winning streaks. Look at who you want to be and what you need to do to become that person. This is streaking. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jamie.
0: And we are streakers. Through 30 years of marriage and seven children, we have learned the power of consecutive consistency or streaking.
1: To start streaking is simple. You just follow these three laws. Make it laughably simple, keep a record, and join the streaking community.
0: Streaking is your hidden superpower. With it, you will consistently progress and grow in whatever area of life you want.
1: In this podcast, Jeff and I will share all the fun, exciting, serious, solemn, wonderful parts of family, spiritual, professional, and personal life, and how streaking powers it all.
0: So join us in the conversation, join the movement, and start streaking today.
1: Mark, so we're so excited to have you. Thank, Thank you for coming. This is this is this is exciting for us because reading about so reading about Diane and uh, what's the, the Shumways? Yeah, the Shumways. Thank you. They were
0: yes, exactly. <laughs> the, In the, Shumways the, were,
1: the Shumways were our inspiration, and that's how we found the Streak Running Association. And even though I'm not a part of it. I've always been inspired by what you guys do. And it really was studying your group of people that kind of led us to discovering kind of the principles of streaking. And so tell us a little bit about how you got started running and then and then how you got started like having a streak for running.
2: Um, well, I got started running. I ran in high school, but I ran track. I ran the 100-yard dash and 220, it shows you how old I am, because they haven't used yards in years. Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> um, been a long time. <laughs> I, I quit the 220 because it was too far for me to really go. And uh, so I'd be the last person to expect to be doing what I'm doing with running and doing marathons. Um, it, it, as far as adult running, I started in my 20s. Uh, one of my roommate's girlfriend came home and said she signed up for 10k. So the next thing you know, we were all signing up to do the same 10k it was 1984 and from there i just never looked back i ran that 10k loved it and now i've done close to 900 races since 1984 um i've done f- over 40 marathons including the last 17 boston marathons
1: wow that's amazing the last 17 you've run the boston marathon 17 boston marathons i should point
2: out the last two i actually were virtual they gave you the option of running it in person or virtual, Um, actually 2020, they didn't give you any option, but last year they did. And so I uh, I did another marathon on the day that the Boston Marathon was running, mainly because my wife uh, is a, um, she's in charge of the children's book show in Morristown, New Jersey. And so they had uh, their show and it was hard for me to leave, so uh, to go up to Boston. So I decided to do a closer marathon. My oh, house. that's
1: awesome. Okay, I love your family already. You run and your wife does the children's book show. That's awesome. Yes, yeah. She's So over the years, have you seen more people running than than kind of as you've done as you've continued to do races, you kind of have a, a unique perspective of having been runner for a while. Do you feel like there's more people running now than than what there used to be?
2: Um it goes through cycles. Um okay. the eighties, there are a lot of people who picked it up then. I thought there was kind of uh, less people in the 90s for some reason. I don't know what happened. And then uh, more women got involved in it. So we see that with our Streak Association. When we first put our list together, I think we had just one woman on the list. And now it's getting closer to um, and cl- closer to uh, an even split between men and women men on and our men. list. Sure so a lot, yeah, a lot more women are, are running out there.
0: So how did you get introduced to the streak running? I mean, you were a runner, but then how did you? Get, how are you like? You know what? I'm going to start the streak. Was it was it John that basically introduced you to it? Did you find them, or how did you, you know, find it?
2: Yeah, John wasn't. There was no um, United States Running Streak Association. Uh, that's not going to be founded until 2000. So um, I started in 1989. Uh, I knew Ron Hill had started. In fact, I think I read Runners World when he was celebrating his 25th anniversary, he started 1964, so that could have been 1989. Uh, for me, it was just kind of a fluke. Um, I've had a lot of different jobs before I became a college professor and I was a stockbroker at one time, although I tell my students, if I was any good at being a stockbroker, right? Do not take advice from me. If I was any good, I'd still be a stockbroker. <laughs> you you uh, wouldn't be, would be a professor. <laughs> yeah. So um, we were in, uh, we had to go on this training like the first week in January. And um, of course, I organized people to run out, run every day after our training session. And so it was like two or three weeks. And so I came back and I was like, oh, I ran three weeks in a row without missing a day. Uh, I wanted to see how long I'd ever gone without Missing a Day. It was like 50 days when I was training for my first marathon. So I thought, oh, let's see if I can match that 50 days. So I have. I've matched it. And (laughs) and, and then some. (laughs) And then some, yes. You know what? I want to pause right here
0: for just a second because this is what you just said is a critical mindset that – Many of our streakers out there, so as you know, this show is broadcast all over the the world. We have streakers from all over the world that are streaks in many different areas of life, and the running streak is one of them. But one of the things that you just said is so critical is your mindset changed from doing the activity to how many days in a row can I string this together? How long can I actually make this happen? And that sounds to me like... that changed everything. I mean, that, for you, I mean, since, and, and this is interesting because as you look at the streak uh, list, you're number 58 on, on your streak list here, tied with uh, three other people at, at number 58 there. But right. that's, that's pretty amazing to have that mindset shift to where it's like, no, I'm going to run every day. That's what I'm going to do.
2: Yeah, and I and I was kind of uh, maybe I was a little morbid, but I thought someday I'm not going to be able to run, so I'm going to try to just take advantage of it when I can, and so I have. I yeah. was 33 at the time, and now I'm uh, 66, so I'm trying to take advantage of being able to get out there and run and you know enjoy good health.
1: What what do you feel like as as you look at this? I kind of been wanting to ask you what lessons in life have you learned from running, and then kind of what lessons do you feel like you've learned from having a streak around running? Kind of two separate mm-hmm. questions, but but because I felt like when I started running, I started to notice how many things in life I could I could learn from because of runs that I had had that that related to a run, like just being able to understand that there's good days and bad days. And and sometimes that's not always in my control, but just still getting out there. So, kind of what kind of lessons over the years have you felt that 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 you've learned from running?
2: And I did not plan my philosophy hat for today's discussion. So I um, I'm sure there's been you know thousands of lessons along the way. Just persistence. Um, Mm -hmm. There were times when I've struggled to keep the streak going, and you know I've been able to to keep it going. And you know for me it's also health and. Trying to keep active, keep moving, um, but uh, that's a good question, Jamie. I wish I I should be should have thought of that a little bit. No, later. I feel like you
1: already did. Just the things that you're saying in terms of, of health is one that, that that being able to just get up and keep going. And then you mentioned that you've had you know a couple of times that it's been tough to keep the streak alive. Is there any one particular time that you can remember that that um, you well, had to do something uh, kind of crazy?
2: Yeah. Um, what happened was this was 2015. I was, uh, signed up to do the Richmond marathon and, um, it was on a Saturday. Usually marathons are on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. So I teach college and I have Friday classes. And so I had to teach and then I drove with my wife and a friend at to Richmond. We ran into a lot of traffic. Uh, earlier that week, I got a uh, flu shot and, uh, i know this isn't supposed to happen but i didn't somehow i had a bad reaction to that flu shot so i wasn't feeling great and so i did the uh marathon uh but at the end i fell and uh oh, according wow. to my wife i must have fainted because i didn't try to break the fall so <laughs> you, I, just went you just went down i went down i broke my nose in a few places oh, wow. uh i had a concussion I don't remember falling i don't remember being in the medical tent i don't remember being in the ambulance i don't remember being in the emergency room the next time i remember was around six o'clock that night and i was in a richmond hospital so uh the doctors like this
1: isn't the finish line
2: (laughs) this is not the finish line so uh the doctors um did not. First of all, I wanted to know how I did in the marathon. That was like my first question. <laughs> I had qualified for Boston, believe it or not. So, wow, really? I, I, uh, <laughs> so,
0: your first question after waking up in the AER was, "Did I? What was the finish time? And did I qualify? Did I
1: qualify?
2: Yeah, you know, did I? Yes. Yeah. So I did. Um, so the next, the doctors were not pleased that because I had my Streak Runners International shirt on. And, uh, they were like, okay, your streak is over. Cause they knew that was part of my shtick, and, uh, they wouldn't let me out until like three o'clock in the afternoon, the next day, the next day. Yeah. Oh, boy. At three 30, I was out and my running streaks three miles a day. Yeah. So I got my three miles a day. in, uh, so that was kind of a, that was kind of a challenge. Uh, one of the guys, uh, Bart Yasso, he's from runner's world. And uh, I saw him at the Chicago Marathon a couple of years later, and I introduced myself as you know, the president of uh, the street group. and he goes, "I know you. you're the guy who fell at the Richmond Marathon."
1: because it <laughs> was kind of like
2: people people saw me, I got up and like it was at the finish line, so people were cheering me on, and uh, apparently, I don't remember this, but that's what I was told.
1: That was <laughs> yeah. so so that was must- Wow. because if you broke your nose like was it bloody yeah I, yeah it, I
2: was I had blood all over
1: yeah you must have looked yes. memorable looked like
2: quite the sight yeah, <laughs> yeah it was it actually made runners world they did a, um they did a little story on it that um so you if you google my name you'll you'll see it that there's oh, we'll an have article. to
1: go look at that that absolutely
0: be great. so how did you get the doctor to, I mean, was he going to keep you so that you, like, like you would have to break the streak and you convinced him that, Hey, my wife will take care of me and I'll be able to get out. Or how did you get out of the hospital? Cause it was it the next day.
2: Yes. Was it, first of all, it was a female doctor. So you okay. said, you use the male term. I just want to, I apologize. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. she said, <laughs> she said, uh, no way you're gonna, you're gonna run. You know, she was not happy about it. And, uh, you know, like, uh I'm like shaking my head. Yeah, I won't. And, you know, of course I knew. In yes, my mind I will I not fire, run. So, <laughs> yes. You know, it's kind of like my wife was like, you have tunnel vision when it comes to this. You're just like said, but you know, I had uh stake, my claim being part of the running streak association. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so yeah. I didn't want it to end unless it really had to end. Right. Yeah. How did it, how did that
0: run feel? Just, just so we have a little bit more perspective. So you got out, you found a place, you ran three miles. How did that run feel? I mean, what was um, it?
2: Yeah. It was, it was okay. First of all, running after a marathon's never easy. So that was a little, that was a little challenging, although they did something to keep my blood flowing in the hospital. And it really actually kind of invigorated my legs. So I don't know (laughs) what that was all about. So yeah. So that was one incident. And then just recently I got COVID. I was vaccinated and I had been boosted, but, uh, in January I did get COVID and, um, I actually thought I had uh, a stomach flu because mm. it, I was not, I didn't have lung problems, but it was all in my stomach. And uh, so, of course, I went out for a run and I was, run, I was trying to do a seven mile run around four and a half miles. I was in front of this coffee place where my wife was actually meeting some friends. And so I was like, oh, you're going to just stop here. And so I fainted on the ground. I do a lot of fainting, you know, <laughs> yeah. so that oh, wow. was my second big challenge trying to keep this thing going to yeah. keep it going.
1: What Go ahead. what do you say to people that that think it's too extreme? That that are like, "Why don't why do you keep doing this if you're if well, you're fainting?"
2: Yeah, it's it it happens so infrequently. I mean, you know, I've been now running 11,000 over 11,000 days. So, you know, you're going to have a couple days where it's a challenge. For the most part, it's you know, you don't even think about it. You put on your shoes and uh, you know, for me it was it's just a good way to get myself out there, get myself exercise. Um, I have a pretty, uh, my job is to teach. So, you know, mm-hmm. I've spent a lot of time reading books and being uh, dormant. And and so this is my way of getting out there and being active. Here's,
0: here's an interesting one for you. We have a, another streaker. She's a streak swimmer. And she was talking about, she was on an interview and and they asked her, they said, well, what about injury? And she's, she said, you know, you're, you're going to get injuries, and how do you feel about that? And she said, well, I look at it this way. Sitting for eight hours a day is gonna is more detrimental than actually swimming for the 20... She Her streak is, I think, 500 yards or 500 meters or something like that a day. And she said, I get injured way less than what the new smoking is, which is sitting. And so that oh, was kind okay. of her thought, but...
2: No, I I have a a similar view on that. Um, When I do get injured and everybody gets injured, uh, I see it as an opportunity to look at how I'm running and work on running more efficiently. Because it's usually just one little part of your body that is yelling at you, stop, stop, stop. But, you know, I I use that as an opportunity to look at my form, keep my head up, you know, and try to be more balanced in my running. How, how did you get to, so
0: now to be, explain to us how you become a streak runner. What what qualifies you to become, in your organization, a streak runner?
2: Uh, good question. Um, we require that you have to do a mile a day, and you have to do it for a year before you'll make our list. Okay. Uh, the latest person I just got today was Dave McGilvery, who is the Boston Marathon director. Oh, wow. He, he, he uh, submitted his streak. Actually, it started as a challenge to me. He, uh, I'm a friend of his on Facebook, and so he challenge he has his birthday challenge. I signed up and I was like, okay, well here's my challenge for you. You have to run a year, and he did it. So I was excited to to put his name on the list this morning. I put his name on That's
0: it. wonderful. And yeah. how did you choose a mile? What was it? What what was it? Was it just like you know what mile is where we need to play? It was it just?
2: Well, it came from to it came from John Strumsky. Uh, he put a mile. Um, when George Hancock, uh, he started the list. And if you want, I can go through all that history of how this whole thing got started. But uh, uh, John Strumsky, uh, when he was putting the list together, he required that it, you do a mile a day. Um, and actually, he it, it, there was some uh, pushback when he announced it, because George was just keeping anybody on the list. And apparently there's one guy who just run to the mailbox uh, every day, and he count, counted that as his streak. So John asked, should there be a minimum and what the minimum should be? And I forgot the statistics, but it was like 80 percent wanted um, it there to be a minimum. And and then they picked a mile as the minimum mileage. So that's how it got started. It was just a John put it there and people voted. That's what they wanted.
1: 80 percent of them were like, yeah, a mile sounds about right. Yeah,
2: We had people put three miles down, things like that. Um, I was more of somebody like, oh, let's celebrate everybody. We could do multiple lists for people to do a mile or two miles or three miles. And I'm glad they didn't do that because now that I'm in charge of this and I'm in charge of putting these lists together, that would be a nightmare to have like. I was going to say logistically. (laughs) Yeah, having multiple lists of all the distances people would do as their minimum. And that minimum is often changed as people run into situations
1: how do you find that most people find your association as you're adding new people? How do, is it, is it through running races that they find you or how do you, how do different Hmm. people find your association?
2: Um, That's a good question. I, well, we're, we have a presence on social media. So I think that's how a lot of people see us. Um, When I took over, I think there was like 250 streaks just in the United States. And now this is 11 years later, we're over 5,500 streaks. So Wow. And, you know, there's a high barrier to get involved. You have to do a mile a day for a year every day. Yeah. So it's not like something like, okay, I'll yeah. sign up for this. Now exactly. Yet. Yeah. There's
1: a level of commitment that is that is right. yes. incumbent in us. Yes.
0: The thing that I look at, and just as you um, articulate what it is that you do to become a member of or to be on the list, because anyone could be a member, but to be on the list, you have to have an active running streak for at least a year. Right. What I see, and one of the things that Jamie and I were inspired by, as runners, a mile for us was not something that was hard. In fact, one of the first law of streaking that we talk about is make it laughably simple, in other words, make it so that you have a floor on which you stand in order to reach for some of the different goals that you have. And when we saw run a mile a day, when Jamie introduced it to me, you know, we both saw it as, you know what, we could do that run. And for us, and you know, our, our streak is a little bit different. We're not on the streak registry because our streak is a little bit different with this. It's either run or walk at least one mile daily. But what you did for us is help us to see that, you know what, there is a floor. And whatever that floor is, whatever you choose your floor, because your streak is really three miles a day. I mean, that's your floor. You're like, you know what? I'm going to do three miles a day. That's the, I don't know if it's laughably simple for you, but it's your simple enough to be able to say, I can at least do three miles a day to keep the streak alive. And then for others, it may be a mile. I am happy though and glad that you set something that was the floor, that you said this is what it is. And for all of our streakers out there, you can set your floor at whatever it is you want. I mean, that's the beautiful part of streaking is you can say my streak is X. The the key is how many days in a row can I keep this going?
2: Right. We did have some problems with the original definition because John also put in continuous. We didn't really vote on that, but he he added the word continuous. And uh, so as watches got better, the younger generation was interpreting that anytime you stopped, whether to tie your shoe or... At a traffic stop you had you had to start all over again oh wow so for oh, us okay. old guys you know we I, you know i i measured how far some of the routes were from my car so that's how i guess you know how far i was going at the time so we would never come up with that concept I, as i i had to take the word out just because one day on facebook there was like 250 comments People are having post little pictures of puppy dogs because people are yelling at each other like <laughs> continuous or not continuous. <laughs> but it was really, you know, for safety reasons, too. I had to say I, I had taken it out just because uh, some people run in cities. I don't want them running across the street. I used to have a roommate who did that. He just he would never stop. He would just run in front run. of cars. He would
0: I'm just like, start oh. out in front of yeah. traffic. <laughs> it's like
2: sometimes you got to stop to look both ways. Or, yeah. You know, if you're running with your dog, I don't want that dog to be dragged until you got to a mile, so that
1: right. you're
2: not do what dogs sometimes do when need they need to out do running. exactly,
1: yeah. exactly.
2: <laughs> so, question for you: as you've gone along,
0: and this this relates back to what we we're talking about, does the streak keep you running, or do or do you you know do you push the streak? Do You know what I mean? I think that there's sometimes a pull of the streak, and sometimes right. where you're pushing the streak along. And what have you found?
2: Oh, that is a good question. I think uh, a little of both, right? I I know I do it. I mean, right now, I'm so invested in the streak, because I've been doing it for so long. Um, uh, So the streak does pull me along. But I, you know, I was a streaker before there was an association. So before there was, you know, a group of us. So, you know, I just did it on my own as a way to, you know, just keep healthy.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. Once you once you found how how has the community of streakers been beneficial to you, kind of in your life? Like, because you started streaking before there was a community. Right. But now you not only joined the community, but want to be obviously a leader of that community to keep that community going. W- what was it about the community that was important that that kind of drew um, you in?
2: Well, the uh, the community just keeps on growing. Um, I I love the fact that. People now um, all over the world are are doing this. And uh, it's a way for us to keep in touch with people. Mm -hmm. Um, When the war in Ukraine started, uh, I looked on our list and we had eight people from Ukraine. So I reached out to them and said, are you guys safe? Are you okay?" And um, so I did hear back from about half of them Uh, Two had ended their streak because they couldn't uh, do it the safety wasn't there and then i did hear from a couple people who were you know this is keeping them going just because keeping active and you know having something
1: some kind of normalcy yeah yeah yeah
2: is, is is doing it in fact i just heard from a woman from ukraine this morning that she is safe uh and she's continuing her streak but that still is, you know wow. it's a challenge what's going on with them yeah yeah that is, is a, a challenge.
1: challenge they've been in my prayers every day since all this started. Ukraine,
0: COVID. I mean, that's the other one that you mentioned during Mm -hmm. COVID. I was uh, reading an article about um, Robert Ravencraft. I think that you, yes, I think that you presented him with the award. Yeah. Tell me, tell us a little bit about that because he's been on the list. He's, He's not the longest, but he's been on the list for a while. And he, I was reading that he, they actually allowed him when the beaches were closed to allow him to keep running tell us a little
2: bit about what you know of his story and, and yeah, what yeah um like a lot of people i was first introduced to him through the streak registry uh he would send in articles and i'm like this guy is every day on the beach you know at least for me i mix it up and i i've traveled you know but he's every day on the beach um i did get a chance to meet him uh, my running streak hit 30 years in the end of 2019 and his was the day after, so I flew down there. I gave him a plaque, and uh, I met him. The mayor of Miami Beach was there. They had um, a um, plane go by with a banner saying "Congratulations on 45 years!" Wow! And, and so Yeah, he's a great. He's a great guy. A very a uh, good guy for our association because he just, you know, he just gets a lot of publicity and you're right. He was the only person uh, when Miami beach shut down because of COVID he, they gave an exception that he could run on the beach. There.
1: Wow.
0: You know, what's powerful about that is the power of a streak. I mean that you just, I, I just think about that. And here is, uh, an individual that has been consistent consecutively consistent in his life for 45 years and now there's something that is potentially going to shut that down. And people seeing that rallied around and said, you know what? He's going to be running alone. Let's let him keep his streak alive.
2: Yeah. That's powerful. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely is. Uh, I worry about him because he does. Um, I know he's gone a couple times or, you know, a period where he was at five and a half miles a day, but he usually does eight miles a day. And, uh, He's doing pretty slow times now, so it's taking him. He said one day it took him four hours to do that. To do the wow. eight miles. Yeah. So um, I hope he kind of reduces his miles, Raven. If you're watching this right now, I love you. <laughs> you know it's okay. Yeah. You it's okay and, to slow down a little. Slow down and do <laughs> less. You know, bit, yeah. You're still- we'll still count your streak. <clears throat>
0: Absolutely. You know, and that brings up another little <clears throat> interesting thing that we found as we've studied streaking in all walks of life, not only in running and, and physical activity, but in others, is there sometimes where, for example, we have people out there that have a streak of, they start a streak of reading at least one page daily. And they find that in the, for whatever reasons for them in the mix of their life, that that one page daily gets a little bit too uh, too difficult. Mm-hmm. And so they can bring it back or what we call step it down to, say, one paragraph daily, at least one paragraph daily, because it's the floor and the streak stays alive. Because right. in reading the page, I've been reading at least the paragraph. And that is something I think that is, is neat about the whole streaking, like what we said here with Robert. He's doing eight miles a day. To be a part of, I mean, he can back that off. He's always been doing at least one. And therefore, can keep the the continuity of it and the consecutive consecutiveness of of that streak alive. I think that's pretty
2: cool. Uh, I, yeah, I, I agree with you. I hope he does. <laughs> I worry <laughs> about him, uh, but you know he has those following. He's got his own website. Uh, really nice man. If you get a chance to meet him in person, I hope you interview him. He'd be a great uh, guest for your your association. We're gonna yes. do it. We'll
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. We'd love to have to the him list. on.
1: One of the things that I've loved as we talk as we've been talking is that when when we would talk to people about the three laws of streaking and that third law of having a community people would often think that the community was part of accountability that you had to have an, a community to be accountable but it was interesting how much we learned that really what it came into was celebrating and and so I loved as I asked you that question about the community that Your answer for what the community did was it kept you connected. It gave you the opportunity to meet new people and to celebrate their successes and then also be there, as you mentioned, for Ukraine in times of need. Um, I'm sure that with what they're going through, having somebody reach out and say, hey, how are you doing? Is everything okay? Just lends itself to that feeling that there's other people in the world that are paying attention to you. Yeah. and are noticing you and aware of you. And so that community becomes a real strength in both celebrating and supporting and just being there for each other. And then the opportunity to, to meet new people that, that are doing things that you love.
2: Well, with the Ukraine situation, I posted it on Facebook. I had um, the four people that I heard from and uh, there was just such an outreach to those people. Some people said, I'm going to run for them, you know, do their run. So because they can't run, it was it was just heartwarming. One woman from Prague actually even said, could you get in touch with them? Because I am we're taking refugees where I am and, you know, reach out to them, let them know, let their family know that That we're here. We're we're here for you. So that
1: community becomes a huge part of of a support to them in their life. That's really neat. I love that. Yeah. So the other question I was going to ask you is that what inspired you to be able to keep a record of this? So you started about you, you started and said, oh, I've been doing this for three weeks. And then you were able to look back and notice that the longest you had done was 50 days. How are you keeping track of that? How did you know? And how have you how have you kept the desire to keep a record the whole time?
2: Well, it started for me, I have my, I don't know if you can even see this, but I have a runner's log. A lot of people got this. Oh, Uh, look at that. Christmas, uh, 1984, my boss, you know, I just started running. So she gave me the Jim Fix running log. Now, Jim Fix is the guy who wrote a couple books in the 1970s and then died of a heart attack out on the run. So uh, I think I got the last year he did it, and then this other guy, took Took over from there, so I've been recording, recording those runs. It actually has become an issue. We've had some people who wanted to get on our list, and uh, we, we, usually we don't care. But uh, if there's a if they have a really long streak, really we do vet them just to make sure to make sure, any, yeah, we don't have any Rosie Ruizes on our list. Uh, <laughs> Thanks one <only, laughs> the, winning the Boston Marathon. So. Um, and that uh, people get mad at me, but if they didn't, if they haven't been recording it, we don't usually uh, put them on our list uh, for for really long s- streaks.
0: So that is our law number two: no record, no streak. Yeah, and you, that's just
1: well, all there yes. is to it. Yeah, if you, if you don't have that record, you you just well,
2: <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, I, I don't I don't mean to, you know, like they still have their streaks. I just can't I just can't verify it, and you know, a lot of people are they know their number. Like people will send me emails like I'm 25 on the list or I'm, you know, 35 on the list. They know exactly where they are. And any time we do add people, I did have one guy who made our top 10 and really, boy, did I vet him. He had to, he was like, uh, uh, I said, well, just go with your logbooks and just, you know, make a recording like you do a video of it. And he didn't know how to do that. So he was like scanning each page and setting. <laughs> oh, you know, wow. luckily he had like 30 or 40, uh, uh days in there, but you know, uh I, it was it was one of those things. But if I didn't do that, people would really be upset that, you know, well, who is this person? We haven't heard of them. And you're right about community. People, we put them on the list so they become accountable to mm-hmm. the you know, larger community. And people have for whatever reason didn't want to put themselves on that list for a long, long time, you know, it's hard for us to know. If they're how legitimate they, or
0: not, right, Right, how they've done that. You know, the, the, the thing with the record, and this is one of the things that we've found, and i am check this with you. And I'd love to know, because I know you keep a record of not only that you ran, but how many miles you ran that day. Right. And so, and so I'm curious, and you, I, we're, we want to hear the total number of miles that you've run to date in just a second. The thing that I see with the record as well is it's a record of credibility. It's for it's for my own self credibility. If I've been doing this consistently, a lot of times we'll talk to people who who say, "Oh yeah, I've got a streak on that." Oh, I may have missed a couple of days, and what I what I say to them is, to me, it really doesn't matter that you've missed a couple of days. I mean, your streak is yours to go with whatever you want. But I think what happens inside of each one of us when we don't have that record is basically there's a little bit of self-doubt back there. Did I really do that thing? Did it, did it really happen consecutively? And when you have the record, then that is absolute validation of your credibility. Yes, I've done it and here's my record.
2: You know, and some people forget we have a story of a guy who won the 1968 Boston Marathon. I won't mention his name. Uh, and, uh, he thought he had a streak and he, you know, we'd see him and he's, he's a great guy. Uh, he thought he had a streak. And then he got, he said, all right, I'll finally put it on. And then he went through his logbook. And he's like, Oh, I forgot that I was on vacation or I eat. He for some day missed a day. So that's really another reason, you know, you think you might've uh, run that much, but again, if you don't record it, there's really no way of knowing. Exactly,
0: which is one of the reasons why, and I'll just insert in here, we have a streaking app that uh, anyone can download. It's streaking, and it's free to everyone, and you can actually set up your streaks, not only your run streak if you have that, but also any other streaks. And here's the neat part, Mark, is you can create your own communities in there so that you can have, for example, the running streak uh, or the... It's the United States Streak Running Association, or Running Streak Association, whichever right. way that is, I remember. But that can be in there, and those communities can start to develop so that you can, in that, have a another place to have a public record where it's just – and you can celebrate with everyone that's out there. Now, with that being said, tell us the number of miles. How, how many miles have okay. you run to date?
2: Well, I, I, record it, I record it every day, but let me – have to look at the end as my lifetime miles at the end of uh 2021 was 60,900. 60,900 wow. yeah, miles. I, I don't even we have a guy named Steve Du who you've probably seen his column in our running streak uh newsletter. And uh I won't even make his list, you have to do over 70,000 miles just to even make his list of being within within that group. Uh, the guy with the, the longest is Herb Fred from um, uh, Texas. He's no longer with us, but he ran over 250,000 lifetime miles. Um, wow. I understand the circumference from the Earth to the moon is 240. I know it changes depending on where the moon is. Right. But he has run to the moon and was on his way back. That's how <laughs> wow miles he had done. And so I awesome. hope
1: someone made him a T-shirt at some point that, that said, "I've I run to the, the moon, moon <laughs> and back, yes. and I'm coming I'm, back. I'm, I'm on my way back." <laughs> on
2: my way back. And the other thing too with him is he got hit by a car, oh. so he didn't want to go outside. And so a lot of like 125,000 were was on a t- treadmill, or as we call it, treadmills. Right. Yes, yeah. I was no going to say
1: 125,000. And you can't say a treadmill because it had to have been a couple treadmills. He, he must have run through it. treadmills. <laughs>
2: Yes, when he was alive, he would talk about treadmills and, you know, the best kind of gets. So I bet on on treadmills. He, he's, amazing. he's amazing. And then we have a couple other people who have just recently crossed over the two hundred thousand
1: mile. That out. is amazing. That is absolutely amazing.
2: As I look at the
0: list here of the top four, top five streakers. So you've got John Sutherland, who's still, and these are the active streakers, right? I mean, the ones that I've got here. John yeah. Sutherland. Jim Pearson, Steve DeBoer, and Alex Galbraith. Is that yeah. did I say that correctly? Yes. Yeah. What I, I mean, these individuals, at it for 52, 52, 50, and 50 years. I mean, this is just so inspiring. I mean, it just, just their their consistency and their what they do there is just so inspiring. Do you guys get together and talk every once in a while? I mean, this community, how how do you, do you meet together for conferences? What does that look like?
2: Yeah, uh, we don't have conferences. And again, we're so spread out. But uh, for example, with John Sutherland, when he hit 50 years, I uh, flew out to California to give him a plaque and Steve DeBoer was there. So we were there to celebrate John Sutherland. And uh, when uh, uh, Jim Pearson, unfortunately, His streak is in February when I'm teaching, so I couldn't make his 50th Uh, anniversary, but I made Steve DeBoer's, and there we had John Sutherland was there, number one in the world. We had uh, uh, Jim Pearson, number two, and Steve DeBoer. Alex wasn't there, but we had the top three in the world there. And Wow. uh, Yeah. That's just phenomenal.
1: Is that kind of a neat place to be where you're like among these people that have just been running for their life?
2: Yes, it, it was very cool to, you know, come out there and be part of their celebration. I gave them a little plaque and, yeah. you know, and uh, said, you know, thank you for what, what you do. And other streak runners were there too. We kind of uh, posted it so other streak runners could come. Could but come you... Well,
0: I'll tell you, Mark, when we have our first streaking conference, which will be this, we, we are definitely going to invite your streak runners to be out there with us as well. Um, you know, because it, it's just such a wonderful thing to celebrate, which leads me to the other question that I had for you. What lessons, and this will be a little bit more on the philosophical side, but what lessons from streak running have you applied to life? Have you looked at and said, you know what, this has really helped me out in my profession, in my personal life. What are some of the things that you've thought, you know what, that has really been as a result of or in benefit from the streak run?
2: Yeah. Um, well, one area was uh, I'd never called in sick for work. And so this, <laughs> I'm up for promotion this year from associate professor to a full professor. And uh, so we, we had to put together, you know, what are our highlights So I wrote some books and I put that in and, you know, some of the things I'd have done for the college. And one of the things I did, which was my curse, was I said, I had been, I hadn't called in sick since becoming a teacher. In 1992, and then sure enough, within uh, like uh, a month of that, I had to say, you know, I got COVID. Uh, <laughs> oh. so. I
1: can't come in, but so, it's okay because COVID was the universal. I think everybody understood. So I don't know if it really counts as a right. sick day. Well, when everyone's okay. Well, with what it?
2: happened? What happened was um, so I tested positive on a Friday. The classes has just started. I probably shouldn't have been there that first week, but I didn't know. I really thought right. I had stomach issues. So I just, to rule it out, um, my college actually had a testing center. So after I was done with my class on Friday, I got tested and uh, I got the results on Saturday. So I let my college know. And they're like, well, since your symptoms happened the Saturday before, you can actually come to work on Monday. Oh. So my we have an interim chair this semester and she's like, I really don't think this is a good idea. We have a a woman who's pregnant and we have other people who have, you know, health issues. Why don't you teach remotely? And since I had been doing that, you know, for a lot of the year anyway, I just told my students, you know, we'll do it over Zoom. So So technically I've not called in sick, but I
1: was going to say, if you still taught over Zoom, you didn't call in sick. You were still there. No. And
2: I, I I would, I would have shown up, but, um, I, you know, I, I have shown up uh, when I broke my nose, I, I had, to, that was not a good thing to show up to class. Uh, but I did. And, uh, you know, I taught those classes. Um, I, you know, I, I usually find that with colds, um, you probably shouldn't run when you first get a cold. But after a couple of days, you kind of, you kind of sweats it out of you. Yeah. So, um, yeah. and, you know, I've just, I feel maybe because I have been running, I you know, I've been healthier than, Many people. So, uh, I, and I. You're running
1: to- the. You're running the Boston Marathon still. You're. You're. You're yes. doing great.
2: That was actually with the COVID thing that got a little shaky because I had some of my slowest times trying to do three miles, trying to get that, and I felt lightheaded. So yeah. it only lasted like a couple of weeks. I felt that way, mm-hmm. but I really felt okay. My time. So lately, I've been able to to do better. I just did a race on Saturday, won my age. So I'm like, okay, I'm back. Okay. Okay. I'm back back. in the game. (laughs) Congratulations. Yes. What
0: other, what other things would you say from that? So work been healthy. I mean, you've been healthy. You've been strong with work. Any other areas where that consecutiveness has really helped you as you look at it?
2: Well, I, I, you know, that's part of it. Just showing up uh, Mm -hmm. for your, for your events. You know, people say, well, you know, it's raining out i can't run or it's snowing you know we in the street business or street running business say it's not a weather issue it's a clothing issue so you know i just try to wear my stuff and so i don't get freaked out i try to show up when i get invited to things i i go i show up and i think that's part of being you know a street runner we just we just get it done. We, sh- we show up. We show up. Yeah. I love, show up. I
0: love it's a clothing issue.
2: <laughs> a <lot of> <laughs> yes. I think we should make
1: a T-shirt out of that, Jeff. It's not a streaking issue. It's a it's, a clothing. it's not a weather issue. It's, it's a clothing, clothing issue. issue. But actually, yeah. I would say I'm a streaker. I just show up. That <laughs> would be really yeah. great. Yes. That would be an awesome T-shirt. I also wonder, you have got to have a massive amount of credibility among your colleagues because they know you're going to be consistent. And among other runners, I mean, just people know, because Jeff has a, Jeff has a streak for checking his emails. That's one of his streaks that he can't have more than 10 emails in his inbox at the end of the day. And okay. so, um, I had someone ask me one time, what's the best way to get a hold of your husband? And I'm like, We'll send him an email. And they kind of looked at me and they're like, well, are you sure he'll see it? And I was able to be like, I guarantee you he'll see it today because I know he has this streak. Yeah. To check his email, so this ability to know that this person is going to be consistent, like you're yeah. like, oh, they'll show up. And I just just it. for
0: record's sake, that streak is now two thousand two hundred eleven days old. So very just, cool. Just so I, you know, by the
2: way, I loved your book, and my wife and I had conversations about it. Uh, I'm sticking to just running, but yeah. I thought to myself, you know, that whole flossing thing that would be a good idea for <laughs> for me to. Get involved in because there are certain aspects, you know, certain things that you wish you had done better. And I thought, hmm, that might work for me.
1: That would be well. The flossing is
0: at two thousand two hundred sixty-five days, so I haven't I haven't missed since we set the streak. And that was, and and again, really, Mark, I have to I have to thank you and your streakers and your association for the inspiration behind this. I mean, I know you're keeping it to running. And now streaking is is just exploding out to so many other areas. Uh, we just have thousands of people that use the app for so many good reasons, running being one of them, but physical, personal, spiritual, and uh, emotional, all of those areas, they're using a streak to do something. And it's really changing the way people go about how they run their everyday life. And so I we're, we're just so excited that you, you know, that you had chosen to do the running streak so long ago and decided to publish it. It's just so excellent.
1: Well,
2: well, thank you. Um, I appreciate that. I, I'm one of just many, but uh, you know, who got involved in, in the running thing, but your book really did give me a lot of insight on my streaks. You know, I was like, Oh, okay, this is what's going on. You know, I related a lot to it, but I didn't really think about other areas of my life. So it really, um, Gave me some perspective on that, so thank you. I appreciate you're it. You're welcome. Yeah.
1: So, if you were to give advice to people that want to start streak running, what advice would you give them? And how do you how how do you encourage people who maybe want to start but they're a little bit later and they're and because running in general, but I also think streak running can be intimidating to people because because you're highly active motivated consistent people right sometimes people can be intimidated by that but if someone wanted to start streak running um what advice would you give them to start and and what advice would you give to someone who's maybe starting a little bit later like they just they just learned about it and they're like oh i would have loved to do this earlier but i didn't and and how would they get started kind of doing it now
2: well i I usually do give advice it's probably not a good you know what they say. Advice wise men don't need it and fools don't heed it. So, I probably shouldn't be giving people advice. And I do have a reputation where I am. Um, every year, my college makes us watch a sexual harassment tape, and I get done with it. I don't sexually harass people, but I running harass people. <laughs> like, okay, why are you doing this race for us? Why aren't you doing this? So, I'm trying to do less of that. Um, but when people, you know, I usually say it just gives you consistency, you know. Uh, all you have to do is a mile a day. You can do a mile a day. Come on. Yeah, you can do it. And, uh, you know, it just gives you consistency to it, we change the conversation from, will I run that day to when can I fit it in? So mm-hmm. to us, that makes it makes a difference because everybody's kind of, you know, you come up with an excuse for one day and then the next day you're missing two days in a week and a month. And the next thing you're out of the whole, uh, you know, exercising and running habits. So for us, it's kind of just keeps keeps us going. That what you just so said,
0: good. so good. I mean, let, and we, I think we need to pause there for our streakers. You heard Mark say that you miss one day and then before you know it, you've missed three or seven or a week or two weeks or whatever it is. And pretty and soon that, you're not doing it you're anymore. You're not doing it anymore.
1: And the And that mind shift from not if, but when. Yeah. And that, that, is a, that is a significant mind shift. And, and it's interesting, we kind of had an experience the other day where we had gone skiing all day and had kind of gotten our exercise in, and then we had some appointments later in the day. Anyway, we weren't able to get to our run until the evening, and we were tired. It had been a long day of skiing, and my legs were tired. They As were, were tired. mine, yes. absolutely. But it was interesting. The streak is what got us out there to do the run, And it was after the streak that it was after the run that I was like, I am so grateful for the streak to recognize that I wasn't going to throw away all of those weeks and years of effort for one moment that I was kind of tired that I I was. And and I think the streak does that. And what you were saying, too, of of not when, not if, but when, Mm -hmm. when am I going to do this?
0: Well, Mark, it's been our pleasure talking to you today. Thank you so much for joining us. Streakers everywhere. If you want to look at the um, running streak list, it's at www.runeveryday.com. And you'll see all of the streakers that are listed on there. You can absolutely sign up for it. Again, when you register, when you can register for a streak, if you're a runner out there, it's when you've got one year of consecutive running and you've done at least a mile a day and like, like mark said keep your record <laughs> because no right. record no streak <laughs>
2: well we use the otter system for people less than who didn't start in the 20th century it's people who started the 20th century that we start you know
1: you need a little bit more proof if you're in you that other century <laughs> yeah
2: 21st century you're fine fantastic
0: feel free to also download the streaking app the streaking app will allow you to keep track of not only your running streaks but any other streak that you have out there reading writing. Uh, going to school, any of those things, you've got that opportunity in the Streaking app. Also, you can pick up the Streaking book at anywhere books are sold. Mark, thank you so much for joining us today. Jamie, it's always a pleasure to be with you. And for everyone else, if you want to get a hold of us or would like to talk with us on the show, give us an email at Jeffrey, J-E-F-F-E-R-Y at streakingmastery.com or
1: Jamie at J-A-M-I at streakingmastery.com Until we talk again, keep Keep streaking.